Yay, Friday's back. Time to talk to no one. <sighs> Winter's already getting to me. I'm grabbing a blanket first. Where to start? Shortly after recording last week, I realized I totally forgot to ask Sis about the weird phone number she called me with from Belgium. I called that number back, but no one picked up. I figure it's some outdated payphone they still have over there, not like any of this is important right now anyways. Martin knows I looked in his box. I guess he noticed someone looked in it and then crudely tried to shove it closed again? <laughs> I swear, his casualness is going to kill me. At first, it was kind of nice, him continuing to be, well, himself. And me, being morbidly curious, of course kept engaging in harmless small talk in hopes of gleaning some information by making him get off track and reveal his horrible secrets like they do in those sitcoms I hate watching. That didn't work, of course, but yesterday, out of the blue, we were calmly discussing how Stargirl had, no joke, saved a kitten out of a tree in Canterbury. That's not the out of the blue part yet. We, we, we didn't suddenly discuss this. The out of the blue part comes... now. So, out of the blue, he just says, and I quote, Even kittens need to be rescued sometimes. It's not like they have their own kitten superheroes. Anyway, I've got to get back to my room. I want to try some of the ray gun parts that came in last week. See? See what I mean? From kitten superheroes, a concept that I can't get out of my head anymore, by the way, to ray gun parts, no transition needed. And the way he said it, it was almost like he was making fun. Like, haha, I'm doing illegal shit. Yeah, right but almost in a meta way, like he was pretending not to be an evil genius by satirizing his evil genius thing, even though we both know he totally is an evil genius. Evil genius. So, obviously he knows I know something, right? And here's the kicker. I haven't seen him since. Seriously, the dude just holed up in his room and I don't know what I'm going to do. What is he going to do? Was the ray gun thing a hint that he was going to shoot me? Or is he just being jolly old Martin? And I just wanted to talk to somebody, but Gordon is out on work since this morning, and it's awesome he got the job, but, like, I have needs. And I didn't want to bother my sister again after I just talked to her for so long, and that's a lie. You already know I tried calling her anyways. She didn't pick up. Again. Maybe her phone is broken. Hold on, I'm going to write her an email. Okay, so. Hey, sis. Why aren't you... Picking up. Oh wait. As I am typing, I'm realizing you're probably just in a meeting where cells aren't allowed. This email has lost its purpose. I'm sending it anyway. Love, M. There. So yeah, that's been my Thursday and early Friday. I hung out with Gordon a bit this week. He was completely free on Monday, so we met up after I came home from college. And we also met up on Wednesday. Scheduling is hard. We just kind of missed Tuesday, that's how hard it is. And yeah, he seemed perfectly awesome and not at all cheatery. Honestly, his support is an amazing pool of calm. 
I don't know how crazy I'd go without him. I have indeed started looking up what to do when you're living with an evil genius, but nothing came up. Nothing useful, anyway. So I searched, my roommate is a supervillain, and I found this really weird fantasy novel in which the roommate was also the love interest, so I didn't read it. It would not have been helpful in my situation. In less important but equally unnerving news, my parents called me Tuesday morning, which was great and I was not at all at loss for words when they asked me how I was doing and what was going on in my life. I managed to get through the conversation without any major slip-ups, and that kinda healed my anxiety a little bit. I just really miss living with them. They might have been really busy most of the time, but they always knew the right things to say. And the wrong things to ask. <laughs> Something relieving is that they are just as affected by Audrey's tight schedule as I am. They haven't been able to get through to her except by text or postcard. I feel a little bad that she cropped out time for family matters and I used it all up. But anyway, presumably assuming that my love life was a hot mess as usual, my parents went straight to asking why I took the podcast down from the public streaming sites. <sighs> it's not like the times anymore where the most exciting thing that happens in my life would be that I drove by Reaper firing lasers at Stargirl, and I could complain how unfair that really is because Stargirl could just get a laser license, theoretically, but Reaper can't just get the ability to fly. And I could talk about how good I was getting at telling Greg what to do. I'd never tell Martin what to do, of course. Especially not now. He never gives me reason to boss him around anyways. But I was getting very good. So, non-existent audience, today, the only time I shall ever acknowledge that you sadly do not exist, I apologize, just like I did to my parents for feeling uncomfortable after all, putting my private thoughts out there. Mom and Dad weren't mad, they'd just have to call more frequently now that they weren't getting updates via podcast. Whenever they do, I'll be sure to broadcast it into nothing. Oh yeah, any news. Any news. So, Innie finally released a statement talking about the leaked The Force information. You know, he escaped prison somehow and Innie wanted to keep that under wraps. So the hack that leaked the information they're not officially attributing to Paratron, but anyone worth their brains knows it was Paratron. Only Reaper would put effort into making Innie look bad and Paratron hack stuff for Reaper. A toddler could figure this out. The thing that's confusing is why keep secret that the Force escaped? Shouldn't it be made public knowledge that a possibly dangerous, self-centered idiot is on the loose? What if he floods another flat? The people must be warned! Yeah, I don't think he's a real threat, but people should know. The Innie's usually very adamant about how open and trustworthy they are. They have to be, or people would riot. Demand for the superheroes of the world to be given over to someone more responsible. So far, no one is doing that, so that's nice, I guess. No matter how much I begrudge Innie sometimes, it does fulfill an important job. I'm not sure anyone else could keep the super serum and the soups themselves in check at this point. On the topic of soups... Tech support, you know, Stargirl's geek partner, invented some kind of ray gun interrupter not long ago and finally did a press conference about selling it privately, meaning you could be the proud owner of a giant machine that disables lasers. Or, more likely, the establishment of your trust, or your home complex, can purchase this and sell their goods for higher prices and oh my god, I just realized why Martin is working on new ray guns. Seriously, brain, what's with the delay? Obviously, the evil geniuses of the world have to keep up with their super genius counterparts. Well, shit! The guy in the other room is working on making new dangerous weapons that can't be stopped by this new machine. 
That means rent probably won't be raised after all. Yes. Also, I guess he'll be really busy. I don't know if I'm just being careless and irresponsible, but so far this just-waiting-it-out technique has worked awesomely with me and Martin. Honestly, I still see no reason to report anything. It's not like they'd actually be stopping the villains. They have an assortment of other evil genius to pick from. I'm assuming. I mean, they can't be that rare. And he doesn't seem to be planning on killing me. I'll just reassure him that I won't tell Inni that he's an evil genius, and then he'll know he won't have to kill me. And maybe he'll even let me in on a bit more of his work. That'd be super interesting. I'm sure that would make things easier on his part as well. <sighs> I feel much better now. You'll hear from me. Thank you for listening to Normally Ordinary. It is written and edited by Esther Reisenberger, who also voices Amelia. If you like and want to support this show, please leave a rating and a comment so that we can become more visible to potential listeners. For more information and original artwork, check out normallyordinary.com. That's www.normally-ordinary.com. And remember, behind every mask is an obscure reference. <laughs>